0: Welcome to the Beltway Broadcast, the premier podcast for the workplace learning and talent development professionals of the Association for Talent Development's Metro DC chapter. We've got some great resources in store for you today.
1: Hello, fellow ATDers. I'm Leticia Nago, the 2021 Vice President of Learning for the Metro DC chapter of ATD.
0: Hey, everyone. I'm Stephanie
1: Hupka, the Vice President of Finance. And
2: I'm Christina Eanes, Director of Virtual Programs.
1: And we also have Helena Hodges. And Helena is our Director of Technology and Operations, and she serves as our producer. So for today's episode, we are interviewing advertising consultant, Vanessa Williams. Welcome, Vanessa. Hi. Hi, everyone. Thank you for having me. Before we jump into our topic of fostering positive relationships for win-win outcomes, please share a little bit about yourself with our listeners. Sure.
2: As noted, my name is Vanessa Williams, and I'm an advertising consultant. I've been working with a number of different brands, major retailer brands, CPG, and I'm currently working with Walmart Connect, my new role as a program manager. So I help with building out campaign um, portfolios and helping these brands reach their intended audience through digital platforms.
1: Nice. Very interesting. So um, let's tap into your expertise for our listeners, because um, this topic of communication is obviously very relevant in what's happening with us um, this year. Can you share with us how do you think fostering positive relationships for win-win outcomes relate to the talent development field?
2: Yes, fostering positive relationships is key, whether in your personal or career. And when it comes to talent development, this is going to help you take you further when it comes to developing your skill sets, um, leaning on people to get to the next level in your career, and just overall having personal growth across all aspects of life. So I think it's a vital aspect to have when it comes to talent development.
1: Very nice, yeah. I always see in every role that I've had, whether it was in talent development or outside of it, how much communication skills make a huge difference. Um, what would you say are some of the examples of some possible impacts when fostering positive relationships for win-win outcome does not happen?
2: Right. So a possible impact could be that you know what was according to plan doesn't come into fruition. So let's say that say like in the case of. Being a seller, right, and you're trying to obtain a new client or get them to um, engage in a new buy-in, you know, in your mind, you're hoping that the that the conversation is going to go according to plan, where your client is going to definitely buy in because you have built out this whole portfolio, you bought this, you know, deck to them that you created that's going to show these value propositions, but yet the client is not on board for whatever reason. At that moment, I think that. You know, there is still a when opportunity and that you're able to gather learnings from what didn't work and better understand your clients' overarching goals.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, would you share with our audience some of the greatest challenges to positive communication?
2: Some of the challenges would be, um, I think, for a lot of people is removing the emotion, right? <laughs> Moving your personal emotions yes. from the conversation this goes to emotional intelligence it's being able to maneuver yourself control your own emotions when you're dealing with conflict or issues and not to you know either take it personally or attack the person right you know a lot of times there might be a miscommunication a misunderstanding or just a different perspective and in that case it's you know you have to stay focused on the issue at hand and not allow your emotions to overtake or overbear the issue at hand. You want to have more of an objective approach to dealing with issues. And a lot of times when you remove those emotions, you're able to get a more amicable solution from both sides where everyone is on the same page or feel that they're both are gaining from the uh, proposed solution.
1: Well, that's so interesting you say that because I know for those of us in talent development who have worked in a position of, say, being a trainer, um, we've had some, I'm sure everyone has kind of encountered the situation where you're there to do the training and you have everything ready, but you're, some members of your audience may not be in a, a mood to receive the information that you have to give. Either they've been sent to training because right you know, their, their manager made them or for whatever reason. And so um, keeping that level of emotional intelligence is absolutely key. And so when you, it comes to communication, I can definitely see the correlation between ensuring that that part of it is removed and so that the focus is on the right things. Very interesting stuff.
2: Right. I would also add to, um, you know, trying to make a connection with your audience or that person. Right that's part of developing a positive relationship is finding common ground. Where can you connect with that person that it would be well-received? So it's you know taking yourself outside of your quote-unquote self and trying to place yourself in that person's shoes. So the example that you gave that someone might be mandated to go to a training, try to connect with them if possible. See, you know find something that's in common or notice something that you may be able to give a compliment on to help you know lighten their mood or get them engaged a lot of times finding that common ground or sparking that interest will make all the difference and having a better outcome
1: i love that you say that you know i've actually had um, situations where someone came in to my training kind of feeling down and by the time we were done it's a new person and so that's uh, definitely something that can be done and the communication, uh, whether by connecting with the person or actually you know changing the focus of um, you know whatever grievances they may have, actually is very helpful. Now, Vanessa, for our listeners who are interested in developing their communication skills, what would you say is a good place to start? A good place to start is
2: one where it doesn't require any literature is just reaching out to your team members. So if you work in an organization, you know, just strike up a conversation. I, I think, especially in this time and age where we're all virtual and a lot of times work remotely, we may feel uh, closed off and may not reach out unless it's you know necessary, whether it be, you know, asking for a team member for a particular task or looking for information but just trying to engage with others outside of necessities is a starting point. That's how you're able to make these relationships that's gonna take you further along. You know, a lot of people when they go into, um, get promoted, right? Or they're looking to make a transition. A lot of times they're able to make those changes, make those transitions based off someone repotting for them. So someone that is providing a recommendation or saying, hey, that person, like I love to work with that person or the person is great at what they do and vice versa, they are going to be able to get you to the next level. So I would say, you know, start with just reaching out to your team members, just striking them conversations, saying, hello, how are you? You know, what's going on, seeing how their day is going. That is a you know, sure way to get them to be an ally right and also help you in the future outside of that there's literature resources that they can utilize like harvard business review they have plenty of literature regarding how to develop positive relationships there's self-help books that also help with that there are podcasts just like this one right (laughs) (laughs) that can um, help you with getting your your mindset into a way of fostering that desire to connect to create a relationship with another.
1: I love that. So I I hear a lot, I guess the theme of developing a good rapport is one of the ways to kind of make that happen. Is that what you're saying?
2: Yes. So you know building a rapport means reaching out, having a follow-up. That's even part of just building your team or having a cohesive, cohesive team or building a strong relationship with a client right? Is having follow-ups. So checking in, building a cadence, right? And not only asking for things that you need, but asking how you can be of value to your team members or your clients. And that's going to take you further by doing so you're creating these emotional deposits, right? So mm-hmm. I call emotional deposits as like an emotional bank. So we're either um, doing credits or we're doing debits there, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> So this is where you're trying to not just trying to but just showing interest in the other person's life right outside of the everyday you know work minutiae trying to connect with them so if they have children ask about their children and be genuine that's number one is being genuine right a lot of us i would say have to deal with small talk sometimes Mm -hmm. when it comes to meetings but if you are able to show sincerity And trying to connect with a person and again find that common ground. Find something that you guys both have interest in, right? That is going to, you know, develop, curate a relationship that is not only transactional, but it creates more of a cohesive relationship. So that emotional bank is when you're showing interest, you're providing value to that person, you're going, you know, far and beyond to try to be of a benefit to that person and then when you're creating those deposits right you're also able to extract so hey you can call on for a favor in the future because you have built up enough deposit enough emotional deposits that you can you know extract from and this goes with even a personal life right you know if there's someone who is constantly asking for favors and they never seem to look out for your welfare Mm -hmm. Do you think that you're creating a positive impact on that person? It's going to be more draining, more of a deduction there. So you have to keep that in mind that, you know, giving is also receiving. So when you're giving, you're you're basically creating up a scenario for in the future where you're able to receive something in return.
1: I love the the concept that you're using. And this actually makes a lot of sense because... It is about give and take. It is about being genuine in your approach. And it's also about building that rapport so that you're not just going after people when you need something. Um, And obviously that that makes it challenging in the workplace when when that doesn't happen. Very nice. What would you say are some of the biggest lessons you've learned throughout your career about communication?
2: That's a great question. I I feel like this is cliche, but it's vital. So, communication. Having strong communication is going to take you so far in life. You know, even outside of your career, it's it's going to have people in your corner. It's going to have more of a fruitful life when you're having clear communication with people. And clear communication means one, being transparent, right? Sharing what you're what you're looking for, what your goals are, what you're trying to achieve. What are also some of the challenges that you're currently facing? That helps um, set the tone and helps provide clarity on how that person can either help you or direct you into the right direction. Another thing I would say that, you know, communication, having clear communication, it paves a way for you to open up other doors. So what I mean by that, it's communication kind of goes to networking. Right. So when you're networking, you're able to connect with different people that may not necessarily be on your same team or within your same industry, though. But having creating that rapport with them, they are more likely to be of service to you. Right. And you're also going to be service to them. And it's just overall, again, kind of cliche, but creating a better world where we all can help one another. We're all connected at some point. So for me, in my earlier years, I was a little bit more on a shy side while I was still very friendly, but I would, I would kind of, you know, keep to myself. And I learned that just by reaching out and being more vocal, you get recognized and people want to work with you or want to just speak with you. And that has helped me open up a lot of doors in my personal and my career when it comes to even like making a transition to a new position to acquiring new accounts cold calls can only go but so far it's about being able to create relationships with people across the i would say across different sectors and they can help you open up doors wow to you know a new client or a new opportunity yeah
1: that makes so much sense i definitely see the correlation between you know the intent you have behind the communication that you have and um having a successful interaction, relationship, rapport, and ultimately your, your job will be rewarded from it, right? Exactly. Very nice. Now, we couldn't possibly talk about communication without mentioning the pandemic, right? And <laughs> the fact that it has definitely changed some of the landscape of communication in a lot of ways. Now, what would you say can be some good advice to give anyone for fostering positive relationships for win-win outcomes as we embrace our new normal.
2: In my experience, I actually joined Omar Connects completely remotely. So this was a complete new experience for me. And I must say that it was a shockingly positive experience. And the reason why is that I had a very cohesive and supportive team and that they were constantly available for communication. I think a lot of companies are now adopting communication platforms. So those communication platforms would be like Slack or utilizing more of Outlook or Google Hangouts, where they having more meetings. That in itself keeps those communication lines open, allows you to feel connected with your team members. For me, we're constantly, my team and I are constantly um, on Slack pinging one another, checking in on one another to make sure everything's okay or follow up on like deliverables, having that streamline of communication all throughout the day makes you feel connected with your team. And that in itself, when you feel connected, you feel more motivated to give your all and you feel more motivated to find those that that common ground and where both parties can win. Well,
0: Vanessa, I think you are absolutely right. And a Big way, I think it's often teams that make the difference. It's the people that we interact with. And I think especially from that communication perspective, Keeping them in mind, keeping messaging in mind, you're totally right. It, that's really where the difference maker is. I am so glad that we had the chance to learn from you today. And I'm also really glad that we are not quite done asking questions of you yet. At the end of every episode, we like to ask our guest five rapid fire style questions. You'll have about 60 seconds or so to answer each one of them. So what do you think? Are you ready for some rapid fire?
2: I'm up for the challenge.
0: All right. That's what we like to hear. I love it. All right. Your first question is, give us one book that all talent development professionals must read and
2: why? One of the most recent books that I read was Lunchpin, Are You Indispensable?" by Seth Godin. I think it's an amazing book because it allows you or helps you put into perspective how to make yourself more valuable within the workplace. It provides you countless examples of where a person, where they may not have been happy within their current position, but they were able to find ways, right, to make that position be more, I guess more of a challenge to get them more excited about the work that they do, that in turn made them become a better employee. And not just be a better employee, but find that niche, right, that makes them stand up for the rest of the crowd, the rest of their team, to make them more valuable you know as we all um, get further in our careers we have to um, make ourselves more valuable to companies right so i think that's a great book to uh, utilize to help you see your potential and where you can be a lunch pen for your com- i mean for your company or your team.
0: I love it. That's a fantastic recommendation and I think Seth is kind of a fan favorite for many of us at ATD, yes. so you are in good company for that recommendation. All right, your next question is, give us one tool that you recently learned about and immediately started using.
2: Workday So Workday is a new platform that I utilized um, that was rolled out to my um, company, and it's amazing in keeping track of all your day-to-day tasks and your deliverables. And it just has a nice um, user experience.
0: I've heard a lot of good things about Workday. Your recommendation has reminded me I really do need to to check this one out. I've I've heard many, many people say it's wonderful. Awesome. All right. What is the best piece of professional advice you've ever been given?
2: Don't be afraid to ask questions. I know it sounds like it's something that is very minimal, but it is crucial. You'd be so surprised when you're ever in meetings, right? Or a team organization like rollouts where no one's asking questions. But yet, when you go into your corners, everyone's asking the same question <laughs> <laughs> with one another's like, did you get that? And it was like, no. So one of the best advice I've given was just ask questions. There's no dumb questions. And that also shows your engagement. And another thing, it brings attention uh, towards you. So you're going to be recognized, you're going to be memorable by asking questions. And hopefully you're asking questions that you care about, right?
0: Exactly. (laughs) I think the easiest way to earn hero status on any team is to be the one who's not afraid to ask the questions. I think you're absolutely right about that. feel a little scary, but it's so important. All right, what's one thing you're excited about that's coming up in
2: 2021? This is a good one Um, besides um, returning back to normal and having everyone vaccine um, and we can stop wearing masks. Um, (laughs) um, I am looking forward to honestly being able, um, and I'm hoping, I'm hoping going to in-person networking events and trainings. I miss those so much. The online is great, though having that in-person connection just makes all the difference. So I'm truly looking forward to having that in 2021. You know, I think it's going to be maybe towards the later part of 2021, um, but I'm looking forward to it.
0: You and me both. Absolutely. I love it. All right. Your last question. What is the one thing that you are deeply grateful for right now?
2: I'm deeply grateful for my health, I I think that everyone can resonate with that, and that just being in good health, you don't realize how valuable it is until these catastrophes, like you know, happen. So I'm very thankful for my health and also my family's health, um, and that I'm able to, you know, do the work that I do and live another day. I could be of service to someone, you know, when you are um, not in the best of you know health or feeling under the weather. And impacts everyone, not just yourself. You can impact your team members, your family members. So um, I, I, I'm just so blessed um, and grateful to just be knock on wood and get help, so
0: yeah. Beautifully said. I think you're absolutely right. I think a lot of us are starting to identify with what it means to be healthy and what it means to protect how healthy we can be in a very new way. So I, I totally agree. Thank you. Those were some fantastic rapid-fire answers.
1: Thank you. (laughs) Vanessa, we're so happy you joined us today to share your wisdom with our listeners. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. It was a pleasure speaking with you guys. And thank you to my co-host as well.
2: Oh, I enjoyed listening. This was awesome.
0: Yeah, this was fantastic. I have so many things to consider now. So many ideas that I want to explore based on today's conversation. So thank you, Vanessa.
1: Thank you. Many thanks to our community for listening. Before you go, we have a message from our producer, Helena Hodges. Helena, what do you have for us today? Do you want to connect with like-minded talent development professionals? Then go to dcatd.org forward slash COPs to learn more about our independent consultants,
2: instructional design, leadership development, and government communities of practice
0: love this episode? Make sure to subscribe to the podcast and provide a review.